The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 627 of Far Lands or Bust, as we are going to be continuing... Ooh, we're facing. We're facing east, but we are going to be continuing west to those Far Lands here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. Let's clear out our inventory a little bit. Maybe make a couple uh, torches, torches, torches. And find our way around here. Ooh, spoiders. Spoiders indeed. Hello, spoiders. Welcome to episode 627 of Farlands of Bust for your Tuesday, November 29th, 2016. We appear to have gotten ourselves stuck. Stuck in a little uh, ravine here. Well, not ravine, a valley. Nice hat, Wolfie. It's a pig. It's a pig that you're supposed to be killing so that you can get there. Oh, wow, that was... With the top of your, your ears are very sharp. But yeah, welcome everybody. Tuesday, November 29th. I hope everybody had a good yeah, a good uh, weekend. I mean, I guess I technically saw you all on Saturday from an, with an episode, but hope you had a good weekend. Thanksgiving holiday weekend. You got your, your 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 holiday deals, or perhaps maybe much like myself, you you opted out of the holiday deals, the steals, the wheels, and deals, and now. Go! Well, that was unfortunate now, wasn't it? Let's give Wolfie some some bones. Get him back up to health. And now we really need to find some pigs. So yeah, today is uh, Tuesday, November 29th. I said that like 16 times already. And we're still raising money for Child's Play Charity. Haven't said this yet. At farlandsbus.com. Up to $44,837.77. Of our $60,000 goal here for Season 6. Thank you to everybody who has been so generous as to continue donating to help get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. And getting us closer to that goal so we can get closer to pressing F3 to find out how far we've walked overall and in this season. And of course, how much further we have to go towards those far lands here. Farlands or bus.com, like I said, is where you can donate... Tis the season, my friends. Tis the season indeed. Tis the season for crazy broken water. Oh, no, no. It's, it's, it fixed itself. Good job, water. Good job. You know what? I'm going to help you out a little bit. Yeah! Yeah! Be all that you can be, waterfall. Yeah! <laughs> oh, man. I do have a few other, I suppose, items of business to mention. Uh, I didn't mention because I forgot to mention because I'm a terrible, terrible at the marketing thing. Uh, I didn't mention until the end of last episode, so perhaps if you didn't stick around or you didn't hear, how dare you? But no, I wanted to mention that, yes, indeed, coming up on some uh, some more updates to my Patreon. Of course, after, after you donate to Child's Play Charity, if you would like to uh, support me and what I do, both here, obviously, it helps 
keep Farlands Robust up and running, but also my other my other streaming and YouTube making and and existing as a video games. Because as you know, I am a video games on the internet over at patreon.com slash kurtjmac, making some adjustments. We've had some uh, really good success and very good feedback from the changes we made a little bit uh, less than a year ago, adding a patron server. There is a an official Farlander patron server available to those who pledge on my Patreon, and it's actually incredibly active and a lot of really awesome builds and... Uh, some of them are my own, like I built the the Upside Dangle House, as well as a a a, a completely uh, accurate recreation of my first build when I first joined Mindcrack, the Mindcrack Royal Observatory. I built right there in the middle of in the middle of the main town on that server, and of course others have gone as far to build rockets that launched and lifted off and then have landed. The first stage has landed back on the landing barge. And there's a, a, a complete and, and fully recreated and, and, and nearly finished Fermilab Wilson Hall. My my most incomplete Mindcrack build was is, is, is much more complete than I ever got it on the patron server, and that's quite an amazing thing to see. Among among many other things, there's a racing circuit to take advantage of the new boats for racing. There's uh, there's this crazy farms and, and ender farms and um, those guardian farms with a weird mural of myself as a, a shirtless mermaid for some reason. Uh, but a really, just a really overall, the picture I'm trying to paint, aside from that, is a really cool community that I didn't expect to grow out of that, but certainly has, and, and has certainly taken off on their own without much of my own input. I'm very happy to uh, say that I can invite now more people to that community by by lowering the, the pledge amount from $20 to $10 on the patron. On the patron? On the Patreon? Uh, so everybody who is currently at $10 and wants to stay there, you'll be getting instructions soon as to how you're going to be able to get whitelisted. And also, I'm also uh, integrating Discord access with the Patreon. There is automated Discord invites and, and role applications so that we can turn what was the unofficial Farlands Discord to the official as a place where everybody who's on the server uh, or just a patron can get together and chat and have voice channels and, and myself as well. I sometimes haven't recently. There have been many, many, many multiplayer, or I'm sorry, single player games that I've been playing on stream, but as far as some multiplayer games are concerned, I've I've gone into the, the patron server chat and, and invited people to play like Golf with Friends uh, with us on stream and stuff like that. So yeah, if you're interested, certainly by no means an obligation. Uh, certainly, I, I appreciate everybody who has given support thus far, and and not really. And again, I, I go back and forth. This is probably you know this is how I am able to continue doing this. So maybe I should be better at this whole marketing of it thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, if you want to check that out, see some of the changes I've made there, 
And perhaps if you want to support, and even, you know, I know $10, I mean $20 certainly was, but even lowering it in $10 is a, not exactly not exactly cheap to get on a multiplayer server. Certainly the main purpose of a Patreon pledge is to support the person whose pledge it belongs to, you know, and then these these sort of things are just additional perks, additional thanks in reply, much like the postcards. People are starting to get the second round of postcards. I really appreciate everybody who's getting those, sending me pictures of them or their their postcard collections, their Farlands or Bus postcard collections, posting them on Twitter so I can see them, and I've been favoriting all of those to keep a nice archive. You get those, you get the... The Discord access. And now even more people can join the server. So that's uh, a really cool thing. And uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, kind of participating in and expanding that more and more this year. But even, like I said, even even at $10, or even, even there's a, the vast majority of my patrons are simply giving $1, $1 to $3. And, and I say right there on the Patreon page, $1 is, is worth... At least, at least 100 ad views, 100 commercial views on YouTube. Just doing the the math, and that's really optimistic. Doing the math, every time you watch an ad on YouTube earns a fraction of a cent. One dollar a month is 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 above and beyond that as far as support is concerned, uh, and that goes that goes for you know, uh, there's a lot of. YouTubers and Twitchers and, and, and folk just like me who have their own Patreons who, who would benefit just as, as, as much as um, from, a, from a $1 a month pledge. And it really reinforces and, and kind of frees up our worries about numbers and subscriber counts and blah, blah, blah uh, to have this sort of support and to create. And again, that, that was the most unexpected thing is being able to create this sort of community of, of Farlanders and I even hesitate to use the apply the word Farlanders because that that sort of insinuates that I'm responsible um, for for uh, creating the community when I feel like it was mostly all of you guys. It was you guys who created the community out of it, uh, and uh, I'm 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 very thankful that I I am an indeed a part of it now as well. So yeah, if you want to check that out, that'd be much appreciated. Uh, I'm also I mean it used to be where you would only be charged for your pledge at the beginning of the month, which was a little bit inconvenient because I've had people sign up to be part of the server, say, on like the 10th, and they have to wait till the following first of the month in order for their pledge to go through to be part of the server. I'm going to change that so it's going to, when you make a pledge, it immediately charges you for that month's pledge so that I can immediately whitelist you on the server uh, and get that rolling. Uh, that's something that people have asked for as well, so we're going to switch that up a little bit, but I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I hope you are too, and, and regardless... Whether or not you pledge, whether or not you're on the server, uh, hopefully you feel like you, you benefit, and I certainly appreciate you being here. But let's go to sleep, and we'll continue in the morning. And awakeness. I said that weird, didn't I? In the morning. <laughs> said it with a weird downward inflection. That's right. That's right. I pick apart and dissect the way I speak words sometimes. Weird stuff. Weird stuff indeed. Lastly, last bit of business. Speaking of those holiday deals, 
I have a new t-shirt and merchandise store. There's a link in the video description for you to click. And I introduced a very... I have a lot of the same... I transferred a lot of the same... Actually, all of the same designs from my Spreadshirt shop. The, the cartoons by Six Alona and Rosie. The logos. The Far Lands of Bus logos and things are all available there as well. But I've also, just as a... Excuse me. Just as an attempt... Noting, noting how my audience is, has, has grown with me, I made a few very simple, just plain texts. A little bit more, I suppose, less in-your-face, more, uh, more, more subdued Far Lands or Bust designs. Uh, one of them being the Far Lands or Bust text established in 2011 shirt that was has, has proven to be very popular. And, and based on that popularity, I've now released a, a very simple... Shirt that says says the most important thing you could possibly say, indeed. Just the word indeed in a very cool script font is now also, I just launched that at the beginning of the weekend, and as far as I'm concerned, the shirts and merchandise are still on sale at this store. And and you got to make sure also, it, it, it's, a gr it's a good store. I like the store. I like the way it's working. It's, it's certainly a lot easier and more hands-off than Spreadshirt was. Um... It, it by default just shows all the items as shirts, but when you're on an actual design, you get to choose from mugs, you get to choose from sweatshirts, you get to choose from... Uh, some of them even have, like, art prints and 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 um, iPad sleeves and uh, notepads, even. I don't know how many people... I could check my statistics. I don't know that many people who've gotten, like, the notepads, but, like, notebooks, you know, like... Uh, notebooks that you can, like, use in school or whatever that have the cartoon or, you know, whatever Farlands or Bust design you want on the front. Uh, there's a lot of different options there. And in case, in case t-shirts, graphic t-shirts aren't your thing. But yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm really happy about the direction I'm taking that stuff as well. Again, I don't really ever push. I usually just have a link in, in the video descriptions or whatever or on my website for the merchandise. I really rarely ever uh, merchandise, these sort of things. Uh, but yeah, the new uh, the new Indeed shirt is available up there, and that, that design actually by our good friend Calamity Jamie. Who you may remember from from way back, from, from well, well, from way back and throughout. Uh, she didn't go anywhere, but uh, a, a, a founding friend of Far Lands or Bust and of me did a really cool design for that, because I was toying around with the idea, and she wanted to have a have a design crack at the the very fancy customized indeed script and now that's available for you my friends now that's available for you indeed i think that's all the business we need to take care of today wolfie let's start answering some real business here the questions from donors to child's play charity over at farlinesbus.com small batch small batch has a question I am contemplating getting a new bed. What do you think of futons versus Western-style mattress and box springs? Or maybe a different style? I would not... Is there a, a part of the world where futons are considered the main bed area of, like, your sleeping arrangement? I could see in, like, a small studio apartment or something like that, but I do not believe... I would be able to sleep on a futon. It would have to be a pretty big futon. I'm a tall dude, but yeah, I need more. I need more support than that. I do believe. 
I've never... I've slept on air mattresses. I've slept on... Um, I suppose more common than the futon here in, in, in America is the the convertible sofa. The sofa that has a bed that pulls out from under the cushions. That's far more of a frequent thing you can find around here. Uh, they are equally uncomfortable. <laughs> Particularly the ones with that big bar right across the middle that, that folds the bed in half. Ow. But yeah, I have a, an Ikea bed and mattress. It's, my fr it's a platform bed. It's my first platform bed. Being things that you're not possibly used to or you didn't grow up with, I was a little bit concerned about the lack of a box spring underneath the mattress. But, you know, instead of that, it's just the mattress on top of... In this case, wooden wooden slats that are just on top of the actual bed frame itself. And it seems to work out fine. It seems to work out fine. It's a little bit... Yeah, it depends. It's a little bit different. <laughs> a little bit, uh, say, hard to make the bed. Because the bed itself is kind of... Depends on the design, I suppose. But the bed itself is a little bit sunken into the bed frame itself. For, for stylistic purposes. But yeah, it seems it seems to have worked out all right. The the uh, the little wooden slats themselves kind of have a bit bit of a curve to them, so I'm assuming they provide some some springy goodness as well. I'm a, I'm a fan of more firm beds than soft beds. I'm not somebody who goes for the pillow tops, the 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 uh, the memory foam add-ons that people buy to put on top of their beds. I don't. I don't like to sink. <laughs> I do not like to sink within the bed. I, I. I. grew up with and and now prefer a bit of a firmer. I need. I need some support. I need some support for my for my many many spines. I have. I have like six or seven spines at least. Ah, <laughs> uh, do you do do you not? So yeah, those are. Uh, I mean, that's the kind of bed I have. Did we just get shot at? What was that sound? I thought I heard a. Did I not just hear an arrow? <laughs> or am I going? Am I going insane? Um, I guess we didn't. It, oh, it might have been like Wolfie hopping in and out of the water or something that I heard. I don't know. So yeah, um, I suppose with the with the advent of IKEA, we've more and more here in the United States have been seeing platform beds on the rise. I would be curious to try out one of these, like, whoa, one of these uh, mattress delivery services, like Casper, where they just, you order online and they deliver a mattress, like, rolled up in a box, which is honestly how the IKEA mattress came as well, but simply from IKEA. And then you get, like, whatever, 30 days, 90 days to try it out, and if it doesn't work out, you can return it for free or whatever. I'd be curious to try one of those out, but having just got this mattress a few years ago, I'm, I'm, I'm still a good, you know, five or six years away from needing a new mattress, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't really... It's one of those, one of those objects that you're like, hmm, I guess I kind of do spend 30% of my life in this place. Perhaps 
I should put more thought and or more money into this thing, but then it's always like, but I don't want to spend that much on a mattress, or I don't want to, blah, 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 you know. It's just one of those things that oft, oft gets overlooked. I certainly put more thought into my car purchases than mattress purchases. Of course, there's a definite cost difference there, but I certainly spend less time in my car than I do my bed. I put a lot of thought into the space chair, the, the office chair I'm sitting in. That was a lot of thought and a lot of money. <laughs> uh, actually, the chair, yeah, the, definitely the chair costs more than the mattress on my, on my bed. Um, and it, it's been working all right. So yeah, thank you very much, Small Batch. Babass TMH asks another question about beds, but this time, Minecraft beds. Your bed would ever be broken. Oh, I must have like accidentally left a line out of this, but I'm assuming they're asking, what would happen if your bed ever were to be broken after you wake up from spending the night in an elevated hidey hole or full-size hidey hole? What would you do? Even though you have never died in this world, would you risk continuing to walk a full day without having a spawn set? Hmm... That is a curious question indeed. It would certainly be a risk. It would be a mighty risk indeed. Although it would be somewhat tempered by the fact, like you said, that I've never I've never died. I've never come into a problem having to have needed to be respawned or whatever. So it might not be that big of an issue. But yeah, it certainly would be a priority of mine to be as careful as possible, uh, to watch my step, and to sleep as soon as I, I possibly could, much like I'm about to sleep right now, uh, to ensure that I would have a new spawn set up. But yeah, that's the reason, for those who don't know, why I sleep every night, and I don't take the bed with, is because it resets the spawn, uh, the the, orig the original spawn is still, obviously, back near zero, zero, and that's always what your compass points at. That's still, this day, to these to this day, it's still uh, a bit of a misconception. A lot of people think that a compass will point back to your spawn, your set spawn, like your previous bed. But no, no, it always, and, and I will always, point back to original spawn. Let's go to sleep, speaking of which... <sighs> And awakeness. Proof, proof is in the pudding. That's my spawn right now. Compass still points west. I'm sorry, east, because I'm still walking west. So, proof, science, everybody. We have data, verified data, seen with our own eyes, doubled by instrumentation. That our spawn is still, or our original spawn, or our, our, our compass still points back at original spawn, but our new I suppose <laughs> fail-safe spawn is right there so that we don't lose all this progress that we've made over the past five and a half years of walking to the Far Lands. So yeah, it's not, uh, it's not been too much of a concern of mine, to be honest. We almost... Had, well, there was a point recently where we almost lost our... Oh no, yeah, we made an elevated hidey hole. It was a little bit too late. 
And before I slept in it, a creeper came up and blew up. Did it blow up? Or I just noticed it and ran away in time? Yeah, but we hadn't slept in the bed yet, so we still would have been okay. That was pretty recent. Uh, it's also, uh, I've been streaming from the Mindcrack server, and there was a moment where I was branch mining at level 11. And, uh, as one does, mine out a block, step forward, and fall into lava. And I was able to save myself. I think that's got to be the first time in, in my Minecraft history that I've ever fallen into lava and successfully saved myself. And, uh, people confused that. Oh, did that happen in Farlands or Bust? No, no, that was on the Minecraft ser server. Uh, but then people started to say, it's a, you know, with how with how silly of a person he is to just walk into lava like that, it's a it's an amazing thing that he's survived this long in, in Far Lands or Bust. True, but I'm also not branch mining down at level 11. I'm also not mining at all. I'm also not heading to the nether or, um, or, or staying up. You know, I'm always sleeping just as the sun sets usually, so... I very rarely see the normal dangers of the Minecraft world on purpose, <laughs> because I do not want to see those dangers. I do not want to be in danger by those dangers, please. Uh, so, yeah, that's the reason why we've we've never, ever, ever, ever died in the Far Lands of Us world. Let's see there. Ryan B., Says, I recommend Lavaza coffee made with an AeroPress. My preferred blend, Qualita Rosa, is available in the US. Have you heard of the AeroPress? It's a simple design, but I think makes very good coffee. Um, I've heard of Lavaza. That one seems a bit like, uh, kind of a, uh, Oh, what's the word? Mass-produced line of coffees? They also used to have, like, locations, little coffee huts spattered around, at least in the Chicagoland area. But I don't think they lasted very long because Starbucks... The conglomeration of Starbucks took them over. So yeah, I've never personally tried Lavaza coffee. And I've never tried an AeroPress. I have heard of the AeroPress. I've seen the AeroPress, but I've never used the AeroPress. It, um... I've got, I've got way too many sticks. It's, um... It, hmm... Yeah, I'm not sure. It, it's a little bit more similar to a cappuccino-style coffee-making process than it is what I'm used to, the drip style, the... even as far back as, like, the French press, the immersion, the immersion style of coffee making versus the, 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 uh, the AeroPress, the more cappuccino, because even with the AeroPress, if I'm to understand correctly, you can make whatever, a, a unit of coffee, or whatever comes out of an AeroPress, you still need to water it down a la the Americano style, you know, if you go you go into Starbucks or whatever and you, you order a coffee, you get, you know, drip coffee. You order an Americano coffee that's actually a cappuccino that's diluted down with hot water to make it more the same consistency as normal coffee. I prefer the normal coffee. 
I prefer the normal coffee. I've never... I know cappuccinos um, are supposed to um, be... Cappuccino? Am I using the right word? Um, yeah. 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 The, 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 the weird machine with the thing and, and the, the stamper. That's a cappuccino, right? <laughs> um... um so yeah, I've never I've never really been in. Even though I know that's supposed to be like the most flavorful or kind of the most intense style of coffee, I'm 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 a very simple person as we've as we've determined over and over and over again, and and I just like a normal normal I suppose it's it's theoretically called immersion style coffee making. Um, Versus versus that 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 cappuccino style. I've never. I mean, I've been also sim similarly interested in cold uh, brewing. Seems interesting, but I wouldn't drink. I would I would warm it back up. You know, I would use the the cold brew concentrate and add hot water to it to make a normal coffee. Uh, but I also hear that that's an interesting way to make coffee as well. But no, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that I need more equipment, coffee making equipment. Um, but I suppose if I ever have a friend anywhere or something like that who who happens to have a a uh, AeroPress, I'll 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 give it a shot. I'll see what they think about it and give it a shot. But thank you very much for that question. Jens and or Jens asks, Have you ever tried whiskey from Westland Distillery? In Seattle? If yes, what do you think of it? If no, then go try it. <laughs> ah! Stop telling me what to do! Uh, I'm curious, since it's rather hard to find here in Europe. Uh, I've not heard of it ever, um, but uh, being in Seattle, I hopefully soon will have a chance to check it out. I'm assuming they don't... Oh, maybe I'll, I'll search my, my local uh, liquor store. Maybe I'll search around for... But uh, what was it called again? Westland Distillery. And that's kind of weird. If it's from Seattle, what can it be? Because, um, hmm. Like, at least here in the United States, there are very certain rules to call something bourbon, whiskey, or rye whiskey. I don't think... I don't think... You have to make it in a certain region, so I suppose you could make bourbon or rye or whatever in in a different state other than Kentucky or you know wherever it, it mostly comes from. Um, ooh, look at this. So yeah, but I'll have to I'll I'll have to uh, give it a shot. We were recently talking about something similar on stream. Uh, we we're talking about ciders, ciders, different ciders. Um, I know there's the Capital Cider Bar in Seattle that I've been to a few times. That was recommended to me by Farlanders. Hello, wolves. That was very confusing. I thought you were Wolfie. That's Wolfie over there. Uh, that it's like a it's a completely gluten-free kitchen. All the food is gluten-free. Um, cider is obviously gluten-free. And I've been there many times and they have a very extensive cider uh, list, I suppose you could call it. Worth trying out, and, and perhaps, perhaps maybe they have. They, you know, they've also got whiskey and, and stuff like that as well. Perhaps they have that Seattle-based whiskey to try. Maybe instead of 
diving in with a full bottle. I can try one out at a, at a local establishment when I'm in the area, perhaps. But yeah, thank you very much for that uh, recommendation, my friends. Ah. That was, that was a little bit of an overreaction to a spider noise. <laughs> oh, God, why? Oh, man. Um, it looks like the sun is ooh, setting. So perhaps... Hmm. Hmm, let's go this way. I thought of climbing up that hill, but I don't know... I don't know what waits for me on the other side. That could be of danger to myself or Wolfie. Speaking of respawn points, we don't really want to test that out today. Thank you very much, please. So yeah, I do appreciate, uh, like I said, everybody continuing donating to the Child's Play charity at farlandsrobust.com. Getting closer and closer, inching closer and closer to that goal. That goal, though, of $60,000 this season, season six. Well, now, how does that make sense? Where is that water coming from? Minecraft. <laughs> this is craziness. Why Why is this the thing that exists? All right, let's... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, that I get a kick out of that. Ooh. I like this area. You know you know me and my basins. And and waterfalls. Uh kind of a dangerous place. So why don't we dig in under this lone tree out in the middle? There you go, have a seat, Wolfie. Perhaps get a little bit closer so I can hear you bark in the morning. Yeah? Very good, very good. Jolly good, jolly good time. Uh yeah, so yeah, farlandsbus.com. That'd be much appreciated. Also, uh, those things I mentioned at the opening of the episode. If you're looking for a new shirt, or if you're looking to join a, a Farlander server, or, or even just support support this here Farlander in, in my Farlander duties, uh, that'd be much appreciated as well if you want to check those, those things out. All these links have always been and continue to be in the video description below. Uh, I do believe I also put them in the podcast description, if I'm not mistaken. For those of you, for those of you listening with your ears as opposed to your ears, I don't know how else you, you listen to the YouTube version. But uh, yeah, thank you very much. That's much appreciated. I appreciate you. I really, really do. You know what? We've got a hmm, we've got too many, too many sticks. Too many boats we're breaking and, and getting too many sticks. Do I need any tools? I don't need any tools. I am going to be needing, soon here, a new set of armor. I don't know how many pieces of armor we've been through this season. Must be some sort of record. It feels like a lot. But, uh, yeah. Thank you once again for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time.
Indeed.